0: Good afternoon everyone and welcome to the market close report for Monday the 6th of February. Well the markets little winning streak has unfortunately come to an end. In fact the ASX 200 today fell 19 points or a quarter of a percent. It means that we finished the day at 7,539. The All Lords was down about 25 points or a third of one percent. Having said this if we look at a chart over the course of the day things were relatively volatile. We started off the day in reasonable shape. We're actually up as much as a tenth of a percent at one stage. The main reason for that was at around 10.30 a.m. there was some news that broke on one of our big gold miners and that seemed to really push the market higher. From that point onwards though, markets really fizzled, they ran out of steam, and it's partly because markets are nervous about tomorrow's Reserve Bank board meeting. So this is going to be the first board meeting of the year for the RBA, where we find out what they decide to do with interest rates and monetary policy, widely expected they'll be raising rates by 25 basis points or a quarter of a percent, with a small risk potentially of something more aggressive, up to 0.4 or 40 basis points. So we'll have to wait and see what happens tomorrow, but if they do raise, it will be the ninth rate hike, uh, since they started hiking back in May last year, and uh, it's quite incredible to see the, the, the pace and how aggressive the tightening has been to basically rein in inflation. Now, 25 economists were surveyed by Bloomberg on this, 22 of them think a 25 basis point hike is most likely. The reason why I mention that is because anything other than 25 basis points would certainly rattle markets or at least have a more significant response initially uh, by uh, investors, traders and speculators. But let's uh, also keep in mind that this follows on from three straight days of gains and that the Aussie market uh, just had five straight weeks of gains as well and is only 1% away from a record high. Now, next up, if we look at the sectors of our market today, a real mixed bag today, but we actually had seven in every 10 companies on the share market falling back. and We only fell a quarter of a percent. And really, if we had to thank two sectors, if they had feelings and we could talk to them, it would certainly be the energy sector and the miners that played a relatively big part in limiting the declines. And that's because commodity prices were actually mixed, but there were a few big names that moved the needle. BHP was one of them, the biggest miner on our market, iron ore prices up 1%. So that was actually very helpful. And also Newcrest Mining, which we'll get to in a second as to the reasons why, but it rose very aggressively as well. Elsewhere, utilities and consumer staples did okay. The rest of the market actually took a little bit of a hit. So let's turn our attention to the actual winners on the market as, when it comes to individual stocks. One of the best, or actually the best on the ASX 200 was Newcrest. This is the largest producer of gold in Australia. It rose 9.3%. Now the reason it rose so aggressively today, and while we did see that spike on the A6200 at about 10.30, is it was in a trading halt before then, came out of a trading halt, and it rose. Now, there's a a bigger miner in the US called Newmont Mining, which is two and a half times the size of Newcrest. And it announced a deal to take it over. About $24 billion also is being put on the table to buy the group. Now, Newcrest is considering this uh, and it will take some time to do so, but initially the shares rose on the news. Elsewhere, BHP, as I pointed out, the largest miner in Australia, rose 0.6%. The iron ore price up a little, so that certainly was quite helpful. Beach Energy, another standout, up 3.7%. Now the interesting thing there is that the oil price on Friday actually declined quite heavily, but Beach Energy was one of the standouts on the ASX 200. One reason is that there was actually a key contractor uh, that essentially has become insolvent, uh, but they've managed to find a replacement, so they're keeping that project alive. They still think that First Gas uh, should actually uh, come through towards the end of the year, so its stock rose. And finally, Whitehaven Coal. One of the big coal miners up 2.9%. So, you know, coal miners are still making a number of times more money from each ton of coal that they're selling compared to, you know, um, pre-Ukraine war period. If we look at the losers on our market today, though, Nick Scali was one of the worst, not a huge company, but the Furniture Group was down about 13%. Came out with some uh, results today, essentially for the first half. So very very early stages of the reporting season now we'll see very few companies coming out with their numbers this week but Nick Scully was one of them now it actually said that sales have have jumped over the past six months profits have improved the dividend was also uh, bigger as well and it said that January has kicked off this calendar year in a better better shape than it expected now its shares still fell 13 percent one of the reasons perhaps is it was a little cautious about what's ahead. Uh, It essentially has declined and uh, not provided any guidance for the rest of the year, saying there's a bit too much uncertainty there. The next three months are going to be critical, according to the group, to determine what this is going to look like. Interest rates have been rising a lot. Consumers might start um, tightening their belts as well. Commonwealth Bank down about a third of a percent today. Not a big decline, but it is the second largest stock on our market. And it did hit a record high on Friday as well. And Sezzle down 3%. Not a great day for the buy-now-pay-later stocks. Zip was also down about uh, 2% as well. What seemed to impact that sector today was OpenPay. Now, OpenPay is another buy-now-pay-later group, which essentially uh, has uh, now had its receivers um, called in they had a lot of trouble to try and get the necessary funding they needed from lenders and now uh, receiverships uh, receivers and managers have come in to take control of their assets and their operations and finally lake resources in that uh, uh, lithium space down about six percent the losers list was really dominated by some of these lithium players today now If we uh, cast our eyes towards the Aussie dollar, the Aussie's actually strengthened today, but it did fall back compared to where it was in the tail end of last week. One of the key reasons why the Aussie has fallen against the US, at least from where it was on Friday this time, is we had an update on US jobs, which was much stronger than expected. Three times as many jobs were added in the United States in January than anticipated. The reason that's important is because uh, markets have become nervous that it could just mean that maybe the Fed has more work to do to raise interest rates. So every time we get a very surprisingly strong update on U.S. the US economy, markets are probably going to react negatively to that. Now the Aussie today at least did strengthen though to 69.3 US, but it was above 70 uh, on Friday. The Aussies stronger against the Kiwi, the Yen, the Sterling, and also the Euro. Now, looking forward um, tonight, there'll be a few bits and pieces um, out there. Um, Probably nothing really significant to move markets, but we do have Activision, Blizzard, and Pinterest releasing some results. We've got the uh, UK Bank of England, uh, Governor Bailey speaking as well. So anytime a central banker speaks, the markets pay attention. But tomorrow, without a doubt, the Reserve Bank will pay will be the most important thing. Markets might be a little jittery ahead of that decision, but a quarter of a percent hike seems most likely at the moment. On that note, everyone, enjoy the evening. We'll do this again tomorrow.